Okay, we're live. Okay, we'll see how this goes. It being a third party platform. Hello to anyone who is tuning in. Welcome to the Simply Lucid podcast. We have another interview today. If you have any questions or comments during the stream, you can feel free to comment and we can have a discussion with you all more than just talking between us. We want to open it up to people who are curious to learn more and potentially work more with us. Um, so yeah, thank you again for taking the time to be here today. How are how are you doing? Thank you so much, Kayla. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so, so honored to be here. I'm here in the beautiful Costa Rica. It's rainy season, but right now it's like a really nice, bright, sunny day. At least right now. Probably yeah. Start pouring rain later. But for those yeah. who don't know me or know how to pronounce my name, I'll just clear this first because I don't know if you've asked me yet. <laughs> uh, but, but my name is pronounced saber, like a saber toothed tiger or a saber. saber. Sword. Nice. Saber. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's saber. And then how do you pronounce your last name? Bruffy. Saber, Saber Bruffy. Awesome. I don't know if you remember I messaged you, but I was like, I've been pronouncing your last name as Butterfly or like seeing it as that, you know, and then finally it clicked as like, that's not really Butterfly, but like how the brain processes info. I was like, oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. I like that more than Bruffy, actually. I'm still figuring out like what, I mean, my first name is my birth name, but my last mm -hmm. name, we'll have to figure that out someday. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, I have been following you on social media for a while and I really like your content. So I wanted to reach out. Um, can you tell people who might not know what you're into a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, that's such a big question for me because, you know, I live, I'm a full-time expat. I live here full-time here in Costa Rica. Um, and I came from a background of being an artist and mm. Well, I came from backgrounds of many things, but I was always an artist all my life, and I tried to do the whole college route and do the things that my my family wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. I have a I have a Japanese grandma, and she was really mm. very much like, "You got to go to medical school," and that's actually what I was going to do um, when I left high school. But you know, going through and then finding Burning Man and finding um, conscious music festivals and finding fire dance and all of these different things that I found as I became an adult, I just naturally found my, my muse inside of the visionary and the artist community. Mm -hmm. And I was vending a lot of festivals like towards the, it was actually like six years ago, I came to Costa Rica and that was kind of the, the point where I really came back home and realized that I really wanted to live a different life than what mm -hmm. I was served as the, you know, American dream. So I ended up dropping out of college and dropping out of my, my regular job at the time. I think I was mm -hmm. working as like a caretaker at the time. And I started a handmade business and I was vending at festivals all around the West Coast. I had a really awesome bus that I lived in, that I worked out of. Yes. Yeah, it was a really fun time. Yeah. But, you know, from that experience, I was performing at all of my favorite festivals and vending my handmade art. So I actually handmade all my products. You know, I was mm. looking at the vendors like Melodia that would have their clothes made elsewhere. And then they have other people working their booth and then they got all of this stuff down. But I was just like, I just personally didn't have the, the resources to make that happen for myself. So I was mm -hmm. hand making my own products. 
and you know it took a lot of work and I ended up going to 26 festivals in 2019 and my whole booth turned into this store that I basically took 12 hours to set up and 12 hours to tear down every weekend and I was performing and working the camp and just trying to do it all right mm -hmm. and that's kind of around when I found the online space and I mean I already was doing some things on social media things that I thought I needed to do like posting my artwork the sales the prices the discounts the new new items like that's all I would really post on there mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I was trying to figure out how to get my work online so it kind of can become a little bit more passive and get mm -hmm. through the stores and all that kind of stuff and then I ended up finding the community that I'm in now fast forward to like that started in 2016 and that went on for three years and then I found this space it's called the freedom era it's an educational mm -hmm. platform and digital marketing community it's basically an all-in-one resource for conscious entrepreneurs to learn how to monetize their personal brands with a high ticket offer mm -hmm. and so that is what I found when I was just trying to learn how to do this whole online thing with my art and then I stumbled upon them and they leverage affiliate marketing with a high ticket mm -hmm. offer that pays four-figure commissions and it actually allows you to build legacy income meaning mm -hmm. that you actually can set yourself up for life monthly and pay it forward to future generations whether that's your kid or like a cause or something you created like a retreat center whatever it is mm -hmm. so yeah that was like a really big turning point for me at the beginning of 2020 you know right before yeah. COVID. i wasn't actually anticipating not going to festivals anymore i still was wow. like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna do this online thing but i still want to like make my art and do my art um but then i started gaining traction in the online stuff and just seeing how much work and time and energy i was putting into this like this endless thing this endless vision that i was so attached to but i also realized there had to be a different way and i was seeing mm -hmm. that happening for me so i pivoted completely i sold all of my inventory i sold all of my stuff because that's the other bonus about being online right no mm -hmm. inventory so we mm -hmm. can travel with no inventory <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was really like was a really really big pivot for me and now what i do is i monetize my personal brand and a personal mm -hmm. brand for those of you who don't know what that is is you know it's our social media it's our platforms and it basically means you're a stand for something right or that you have these beliefs or that you have these opinions and it's you know we we spend so much time on these dang things anyway people are just mm -hmm. slowly consuming content or they're sharing beautiful content but not a lot of people know how to monetize it. So now that's what I do. So the main piece of what I do is really just sharing my heart and my message, you know, my healing journey, things that inspire people, things that inspire me, because it's the same, and mm -hmm. my transformational journey. Um, I educate people on online business and like what is affiliate marketing, what's the difference between high ticket and low ticket, what is a personal brand, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And, um, and yeah, I just really speak to a lot of people who were in my position, mm -hmm. who are visionaries, who are artists, maybe they're dance teachers, maybe they're yoga teachers, maybe there are people who hold medicine ceremony. These are all of the kind of people that I surround myself with, that I have surrounded myself with for the whole time I was vending. And mm -hmm. we were all broke, like we were all broke. Or like having good money, but then it would always have to go into things, which we always got to invest in ourselves, right? But 
yeah, I feel like I just found the, the golden goose, like the vehicle that allows us to really be fully self-expressed in the online world. So now mm-hmm. my my whole purpose here on social media is to awaken people and inspire people. You know, some of them may buy from me, some of them may not. But ultimately, I just want to spread more hope, you know, like more, more um, solutions, more hope, more, more freedom, more inspiration, more, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see a lot of my, I'm working on a lot of sexual healing currently in my journey time now, you know, mm-hmm. to work on that. And that's been a really big piece of the content that I share. And it's just incredible, the feedback, you know, we have, we don't realize the value that we have to share until mm-hmm. we find out how to just get out of our own way and just express what's coming through. And just receive really powerful connection between people like you we've never connected before but now i get to share my message with your people and then like we could always excel and collaborate and connect together and Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of the online world i'm no longer stuck with connecting and collaborating with just festivals so that's yeah so that's that's in like the shortest term my full journey (laughs) thank you so much for sharing i know that the shift of having to keep track of physical inventory and then shifting digitally i know any anyone who has been through that shift they know what you're talking about like that feeling of lightness or what is possible now with travel or just so so much opens up in that digital space and um also i didn't know that you made that shift like in 2020 but prior to it was like an internal shift for you not necessarily you responding to the external circumstances um yeah that that's like that's funny timing i'm curious how you came to do the shift into a more digital space as in like did you have someone in your circle introduce you to this like had you been wanting it for a while or did it come kind of quickly and then you knew you wanted that so how how is that transformation or pivot yeah Yeah, that's a good question as like i will forever remember the moment because what we do is attraction marketing right we build this this beautiful content this no like and trust content for anyone building Mm -hmm. personal brands just hearing this is really going to be valuable for anybody who has business has a business too because gosh the stuff i learned in this i'm like if only i knew that when i was just working working so hard when you learn how to do these skills and a personal brand it doesn't matter if you have a coaching program or your art or your your affiliate stuff like you're gonna learn how to really do this so Mm -hmm. i found a woman who was already doing this with this business specifically and actually in that moment i had just hired some people to help me make the things like they were my um i guess designs of what you could call it but i didn't go to you know, Bali and have them make a big old thing of it and then bring it back. Like these were like, like ritual art where like, like I made headpieces for belly dancers and earrings and just things that were very precious to me. Yeah. The kind of people that I wanted to help me had to be pretty aligned, right? I had trouble with that. Mm. (laughs) I had trouble with that. And I remember just like, just not feeling aligned with so many of the people that I was surrounding myself with. Um, whether it was like helping me in my booth or you know modeling like all kinds of stuff even dance like people I was connecting with in dance I had a lot of great connections still within that but some were just not aligned in ways that you know I kind of felt like I was um what would you say 
I was just, I'm so obsessed with my dreams, right? Mm -hmm. like, I, Mary, I, I definitely had more of an abundant mindset than the people I was surrounding myself with at the time. I still had a lot of work to do and I'm, we're always going to have work to do on our abundance mindset. There's, there's never a limit. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I feel like I was just kind of growing in my entrepreneur stuff, like on the mindset stuff, on the money stuff, on the frequency, all of this stuff. And people weren't really, they weren't really vibing at that, at that rate. And mm -hmm. I just, yeah, there was just big match, mismatch that was very clear to me one day. And I was just crying. I remember like leaving this girl's house that was making my art. Mm -hmm. I like went in my, my bus on the driver's seat and I'm just like crying because it's just like, ugh. I'm just like trying so hard, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> trying so hard. So naturally, I go on Facebook to numb myself out. <laughs> and I go and I'm like, and then it's the one of the first posts I saw. It's this woman, she's now a really great friend of mine. She's the one mm -hmm. who introduced me to this space. She's one of my mentors. Her name's Gemini Hanwi, and she's a sound healer. She also did bending in the past as well. She also is, she's a single mom now, but she did fire dancing. She loves ecstatic dance. Um, yeah. You know, she's into medicine circle. She, all of the things, right? So I saw a post of her. She also lived in the same town where I lived at the time, which was Santa Cruz, California. And she's sitting there, where I know this is Santa Cruz, right? And she's playing her didgeridoo. And then there was the caption said something very simple. And it was like, uh, I can't remember the exact words, but it's something about like, like making a multiple six and seven figure business through your phone, sharing mm -hmm. you and your unique message. This is your time or something. Yeah. Like that. It was so simple. And I was just like, I was, you know, I was at that point where I was like, I definitely need something different. I did not ever hear of people speaking that mm -hmm. where there were people who were like my kind of people, right? Yes, <laughs> so that right. was a really big connection there for me. Yes. And then at first I didn't follow through with her because I got lost in the sauce of my own stuff. But then she followed up with me and she reminded me and I ended up watching a webinar, which now I do my own webinars and just like this one that I watched. Um, but I watched this one We'll listen to it while I was making earrings. Mm -hmm. Earring and earring and earring after earring for this shop that was going to take 60% of the commissions anyway. And mm -hmm. I remember sitting there while this thing is, they're introducing themselves and all that kind of stuff. I'm counting. I'm like, okay, $30 an hour for wholesale. Like, that's not bad. I was like, that's not bad. And so I'm, that's, that was where I was. And then they started talking about, um, high ticket for one, something that's not like just 30, 50, hundreds of dollars, something that's multiple four figures in commissions. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, that's definitely something I don't have. And then they started talking about leverage, which is like, you know, what I was trying to recreate, having mm. training these people. So then there could be things happening for me. So I'm not the one showing up and doing all the work. Yep. Just having having more duplication, right? Where it's like you do one thing one time and then it can continue to compound and ripple and make you more money. Mm -hmm. And then the third pillar they talked about was automation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was leverage and automation, I think, together. Just, yeah, leveraging the automation, like just things that are working on the back end so you could actually make money in your sleep. Yeah, combine those two together. And I'm sitting there looking at like all of these feathers on the table and I was just like, Okay, 
you know, first thing that went through my head was too good to be true, right? Yeah. Like when we see something, oh, this is this is what I've found now is definitely a slave grid for us to like think something because naturally we need to have discernment, right, on the things that we find. Like, is the vibe right? Is it, you know. Just, there's many factors. It's different for everybody, but definitely mine. I had all kinds of things of just like, is this real? Is this a scam? Like, is this da 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 da? And uh, one of the women was from Australia in this webinar, and the other woman actually was also living in Santa Cruz. So the Santa Cruz thing really helped bridge the gap for me because mm -hmm. I was like, these people are literally like probably up the street from me. So I got to actually meet them in person, and mm -hmm. I. I got to go through what we call a discovery process, which is the process that people get to go through after they watch a webinar and it resonates, they go through the discovery process. And in that process, you get to answer a series of questions. And I had never asked myself a lot of these questions, like what does mm. my perfect day look like? What's stopping mm. me from living that perfect day? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember all the specifics right now, but like they were really powerful questions, right? And uh, yeah, I just, like I said at the time, I wanted to do both because I was like, I really see this. I really do see this. Mm -hmm. But I also like have built this and put so much time, love and energy in it and money. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it really only took two weeks for me to actually decide that I'm never going to make an earring again for a store. Yes. <laughs> like, just not, just not going to do it. And for people who want to do it, like, I'll say this, I want to say this, because it's not to disregard anyone who is making amazing art, and I would love to come back and make art someday, but the thing yeah. that I didn't do correctly is I started with headpieces, right? And then I'd go to an event, I don't know how to market, I don't know how to need, find my niche or anything at the time, I didn't know any of this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, feel free to cast yes. I didn't know any of this stuff, but what I did was, you know, I'd go to an event and maybe I wouldn't sell a headpiece. And then I get discouraged and I'm like, well, what did they want? People are like, do you have earrings? Do you have Kratom? Do you have Rappe? Do you have this? And I'm like, okay, so like, I do also love these things. So it makes mm -hmm. sense, right? Like have more inventory and carry these things. And then it turned into a store, as I yeah. said. Like I, I had myself spread thin instead of like listening to what I wanted to channel through my creations and stay mm -hmm. in that power and in that knowing and in that trust that that is going to, you know, cause that's absolutely what I'm learning through this space too. I'm just not applying it to that business anymore cause I'm just not doing that business anymore. But whatever business you're doing, if you just trust in that space that you're doing what your soul's work is and you're always in constant connection with your soul, right? Mm -hmm. And also you gotta learn how to market, right? You gotta learn how to find your, your niche, get the, get the stuff in front of the people who do want what you have, you know, not go to any event that will let you set up a table. Exactly. Right? So yeah, like it was a really great experience to learn that and it's not to say that I will never make art again for sale because mm -hmm. I see myself doing that because I'm really great at it. Oh my God, mm -hmm. and I love doing it. Right now I don't have any supplies because I'm just traveling around, but um, yeah, just like now I know too, this is another thing that I can share with people who do want to still do their art and just have another stream of income. It's like, 
everything that I've learned in this space through our mm -hmm. educational platform. You know, when I was working on selling my inventory to, to leave to Costa Rica, I couldn't even believe how fast my inventory mm -hmm. left because yep. of how I was working the online space then. And it wasn't just about just showing, here's my thing and here's my discounts, here's my here's how much it costs. It was like I was missing the personal brand piece, mm -hmm. right? That no like and trust content. And now it's like anything that I put out, people really, really want it and they love it. So, um, Man, I think I flew into, oh, you were asking me what was the pivot. So that's really the pivot. Mm -hmm. That was really the pivot, you know, seeing that I needed to, to change because it wasn't working. It wasn't because of COVID, but obviously three months later, I was like, well, that was good timing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should go to Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was another element I wanted to ask you about. So you pivoted from... A vending lots of different items being spread really thin doing the festival circuit to being more focused in the online space and then i'm curious if you do you consider yourself a digital nomad or how has working online and traveling been for you well in essence right a digital nomad is somebody that works on their phone or their laptop from anywhere in the world so yeah mm -hmm. i would consider myself a digital nomad it's not necessarily the word I always use for some mm -hmm. reason. Yeah, I, I feel like, I guess. Oh, well, I was going to say, I feel like digital nomad has a connotation of not being in the mm, vibrational space that we are in, like people who are into ceremony, meditation, ecstatic dance, all of that. I feel like digital nomad can have a connotation of I'm working at a job I hate, but hey, I get to like sit on the beach to do it. You know what I mean? So if you have alternative terms were like the lifestyle i'm super open to hearing them yeah there's that yeah it is a very very broad term like a digital nomad could be someone like someone like me who just is online a couple hours a day monday through friday and has all of this automation right or it could be someone who like i have met people like this who will come and do their nine to fives you know but they're like at the selena hostel mm. here just like in yeah. the, the workspace still nine to five so it's yeah. like but they get to be here which is still awesome but um yeah it's just such a broad term i don't feel like it really comes to that frequency i'm still kind of playing with that word like i like the word content creator or digital yeah. creator i love the word visionary because mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like visionary is such a blanket term for all of these amazing people that i met at festivals who were really wanting to bring in the new earth right yeah. of like their medicine, their work, and their art, and their music. And to me, that's visionary. Like, when you think of, like, visionary art, right? Like, that's, mm -hmm. like, our consciousness coming through in our work. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like I use the word visionary a lot and digital creator. So visionary digital creators. Um, I also use the word personal brand a lot, just, like, monetizing a high-profit personal brand. Because a lot of people at this point know what a personal brand is. Yeah, you know, there's like, because we pivoted so much online, people do realize what I realized back then was just yeah. like, oh, like, it's not just about me posting my stuff. It's actually more about who I am as a person and the actual, like, my soul signature, my soul frequency codes that are wanting to actually come through. And mm -hmm. that's what attracts people to want to purchase from me. So. I think in essence, a lot of people do know what a personal brand is. So sometimes I use just that too. Yeah, 
that makes sense. And um, as far as Costa Rica, had you been traveling there before in your old uh, way of doing business or this is newer for you? So when I came to Costa Rica for Envision Festival, it's a beautiful conscious music festival here in, in Uvita, where I'm living right now. But um, I went, oh, it's almost seven years ago, I think now, but mm. you know, I was still going to school. I actually grew up in foster care. And when I got mm. out of foster care, they, I was in this awesome thing called the, it was like a house, transitional housing program. They paid my rent. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. But they only did it if you go to school full time or you're working a regular job full time or at least half and half on, on both. Yeah. Um, so I was in that at the time. I was living alone. I was like, you know, in psychedelics and all that kind of stuff and fire spitting. Like I was in Santa Cruz at the time. Yeah. So that was fun. But I, I left. I didn't tell them I was leaving because they weren't going to let me leave, but I was just going to go. Actually, a drunk driver hit my car while it was parked, mm. and I walked outside, and it was completely trashed, <laughs> and they ended up um, compensating me. I think it was like six grand or something like that. It was the most money I've ever had at the time. I was like 18 right. years old, and I was like, I'm going to go to Envision. <laughs> So I actually bought my ticket and bought all the things. Uh, I tried to buy another car and I thought I'd yeah. come back and do the whole thing all over again. But that car ended up crapping out on me too. So I took it as a sign for the universe that um, I was not meant to have a car. I was meant to go to Costa Rica. So I went there for five weeks. Mm. And in that five weeks, I got introduced to like energy healing. And I met all of these artists selling their art on the street. Um, you know, still at the time I was in college mm-hmm. and, and yeah, just very, lots of cat, catac- cataclysmic, it was very cat, oh, I, I think that's the word I'm trying to use. <laughs> it was a catalyst for my journey when I came back um, yeah. to California, you know, sitting in my class and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you've went to Oz, now you're back in Kansas, like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, and so that happened to me with Burning Man too, kind of similar thing. I met all these people that were doing all these awesome things and they're just like, this is what I do. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> you don't have a degree? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that was really um, my first experience in Costa Rica. I'd never traveled anywhere before. Like I never, mm. I my family didn't ever do that with me. So that was really powerful for me and it shook me up and it had me change and start start that whole business and do that whole thing my whole intention was to start a business so i could go and sell my art and travel Mm -hmm. but then four years went five years went by Mm. (laughs) five years with no travel Mm. because i was trying to like make all the things happen you know Mm -hmm. with my my art business and performing and i just got vortexed and obviously very very busy um, but then our community, the Freedom Era, they have this event called Freedom Fest, and it was in Australia last year in March. It was literally, it happened. I went to Australia, um, I was like three months into this business, and right after this powerful personal brand, like freaking visionary personal development, amazing expansion, like quantum event. The Monday, the whole world went on lockdown. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I went back um, 
and that was the first time I had traveled after five years. You know, but this this time I was I was a digital nomad all of a sudden. Yeah. And so I came back. I was I stole my bus. I ended up selling my bus before I, I came here too because we ended up landing in like a, a cabin. We decided to not travel around during the whole full mm-hmm. lockdown that it was and just hunker down on our online businesses and learn a lot. But eventually I read the four hour work week. Yes. Classic. Yeah. I listened to the four hour work week. Chapter one was done and I looked at my partner Tristan and I was like we should go to Thailand. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? We work online now. Like, why are we here? <laughs> I don't understand. But Thailand was a little bit complicated. I ended up having a cat. So my cat is a little complicated to take to Thailand right now, specifically. It's in general a little bit complicated to go to Thailand anyway. So we ended up choosing Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had already been years and years before, but I was like, you know, my partner's never been out of the country besides the Australia mm-hmm. thing, and then and then, then we came here. So we just sold everything. I sold my bus. I sold almost all of my inventory. And honestly, there was so much inventory. I still we still have a storage that's like I don't want to go back and deal with that storage, but yeah. <laughs> we'll have to someday. But yeah, we came here in December 28th, so it was like almost a year because we started January 3rd, 2020, into this business, and then I. Came came here just with nothing but a couple bags and I have my fire props mm-hmm. some costume pieces and things like that and um, yeah now we're here so yeah. I thought that I was gonna be here selling handmade art but now I realize how much these, especially now how much these people are really struggling you know and how much like yeah just with our art and I'll go to these gatherings and things like that too but you know even then it's like I see so much so much shifting with money that I've done where it seems like a lot of people still it's almost like they don't want to charge for their for their beautiful gifts and I'm just like man okay well charge what you want but like how are we going to how are we going to be abundant if we don't like to me at this point, it's a no brainer to have something online, right? To have an mm-hmm. asset, the word asset. I didn't even know what an asset was until the discovery process. It was like, what assets do you have? I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> but now I have this. I know I have this because it's going to be able to pay me for the rest of my life. Yeah. The model is like, you don't have any of these like monthly quotas or things like that. So like, if you need to take a month off or like, you know, weeks or even a year or whatever like our life ebbs and flows right exactly I like to have a business that whatever happens around me I can kind of honor what's going on and honor what I need to do and if that is not to be online for a bit and allow that to just like be there and come back and start back right up where I started that's really I feel like the best thing for us you know yeah so there's a lot of people doing it very very many different ways when you say nomad there's like a plethora of different kinds that i've met but Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of work that people do with a lot of what they do and it's not that i don't i guess i don't like working i don't like working but i also do like building my dreams but i don't like feeling like it's work yeah 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 Exactly. And I feel like you've hit on some key themes to shift that consciousness around work and money. One of them being 
going from $30 an hour and being like, yeah, that's cool compared to making nothing, but then shifting that to four figures or five figures or six figures and like playing with that in the mental space, but also building community and connecting with people that are actively doing that and then can help show you how to get there yourself. So it's like expanding that container for how much we can earn in exchange for our energy. And then there's automation, being able to make money while we sleep, the passive income aspect to it. I think building systems for that is super, super, super cool. And then another aspect is just meeting people at that place of feeling weird charging anything or charging a lot. And back to the first point, really expanding like how much we can feel okay with charging or going into why we um, feel not okay with charging that. Like um, in the programs you've been through, have they, they've really gone into not only the business aspect of like how to build your personal brand and how to market, but how much say like, processing or psychology have they brought into what they're teaching because i feel like that like the mindset shifts are so vital but need to be partnered with like the practical business systems as well yeah there so there's like i didn't know about this until i came into this community too they really have an 80 percent inner work 20 percent strategy Mm. strategy is already done for you right like you don't need to go set up your own automations you don't need to find your own high ticket offer or create this whole program it's already Mm. done Uh, but there's still things we need to do right like create content or follow up with people or just learn more trainings right but then the 80 percent is really just your inner work like having a gratitude practice they talk they share this book called the magic from rhonda burns Mm. it's a 28 day gratitude practice and that's Mm. like that's something that we used to share about in the webinars too is that and then there was another book they talked about called the happy pocket full of money i should Uh actually talk about that in my webinars again because i actually before i went and dove deeper into this community i looked into those books and i realized i was like wow there's a whole nother world out there, right? The happy pocket full of money is very quantum. It's very like, just on like the energies of, of money and abundance. And yeah. the, the magic is a 28 day gratitude practice. So mm. you know, we think we're grateful when we say thank you for things, but like that 28 day practice, it's meant to do um, each day for a whole 28 days. And it just, yeah. goes, it takes you on the whole journey of every little sliver that we can be grateful for so it's a lot of gratitude morning practice working on your money story like Mm -hmm. at this point like you know if no one's making 10k months or whatever it is that their financial goal is you you definitely need to work on your money story right Mm -hmm. it's definitely our money our money our money story our money blueprint and we all have it like lots of us had parents who grew up in the depression and then way 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 before that like there are so many slaves in our mm-hmm. in our generations like mm-hmm. humanity has had slaves in like almost every culture it seems like you know so mm-hmm. we've had like so much of these all of this stuff so the 80 percent struck 80 percent inner work and 20 percent strategy i had that completely backwards when i was doing mm-hmm. my last business but mm-hmm. You know, they even talk about sexual energy. They talk about embodiment, getting in touch with nature, having, you know, boundaries with your phone. That's a really big one, especially if you're going to be online. Yeah. Uh, uh, and ultimately, yeah, because like you can know the strategy, like how to post or how to create 
awesome looking content, but if your vibe isn't right, you know, it 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 really transmutes through, and mm-hmm. people will see that, and people will feel that, whether it's in a video, whether it's in um, a post or whatever mm-hmm. it is, like written, it doesn't really matter. Energy transmits, so mm-hmm. they're very aware of that. They're all into cacao, like we have a uh, yes. freedom cacao from Peru. They have. They're all into like meditation. There's a woman actually that I'm working with right now who teaches in our platform. Her name is Gabby Kowalski from Australia. She's a quantum evolution business coach and she teaches multidimensional marketing. And she's got a training in there called um, multidimensional marketing. And then she has one called Soul Avatar. Um, mm-hmm. And that, like, learning about multidimensional marketing, it's very like, you know, she has you go through this process where you're taking yourself out of the globe into the quantum and looking down at the at the earth yep. as if like lights come on, golden lights come on around the earth where your people are who are meant mm-hmm. to hear from you. Almost like the lights are turning on in a house. You see all of them. And then you have this like gold cord from your heart to them and you're breathing into your heart and just like just listening to what it is that they want you to share, you know, or like, or just giving them love and saying, I'm there for you and sending love to them, but also tuning in and listening to what it is that they want you to share. Mm-hmm. So when you have that kind of practice, that's what follows your content. That's what guides your content. That's what guides your, your webinars or your yeah. programs that you create or your containers or your retreats or whatever it is. So she really landed for me in like a really, really awesome way. Cause I've done a lot of mindset stuff. I've done a lot of, you know, the how on just like hashtag on like all these things, right? Mm-hmm. But what I love about her is she really speaks to like the greatest strategy that you'll ever use is talking with your soul. Like the algorithms could be whatever it's going to be, but like the greatest strategy is when you are in alignment with your soul. Yeah. And, you know, all of these people that teach in the platform are people who, the people who created the platform, they're a couple from Australia. They're a really beautiful couple, Christy Ord and Clint Morgan, but they've both studied with all of these people. So they, they also are on that vibe too. Like mm-hmm. They spent millions of dollars like learning from all of these high level people, high level people in Facebook ads, high level people in Facebook groups, high level people in quantum mastery, like, and they're, they're all there. So yeah, that there's a lot of like, it's mostly personal development. I feel like this is really more like a personal development journey tied with a compensation plan because you have your compensation plan and then your, your journey is what you do. And then you transmit that in your content, mm-hmm. right? however that is. Maybe it comes, for me, it comes out in, in humor, sharing my sexuality or my, me and my partnership and the journey mm-hmm. we're going through or my travels and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, that 80% yeah. in your work, it's like, it's a, it's a game changer. Yeah. And like, not only the 80% in our work, but like from a quantum lens, like even beyond the mind or the intellect, beyond just the heart, but at the soul level, I think that is super, super cool. Um, So yeah, thank you, thank you again. We're nearing the end of our chat here. I just wanted to open up the space and um, 
to anyone that resonated with so much of the juicy bits that you offered, like what is the next step people can take to work with you or come into alignment with well, what you've been offering? So right now, well, since this will be evergreen, I'll tell you like the way that you can check it out anytime, no matter what time you're watching this. But I have a webinar and it's about, sometimes they're 30 minutes, sometimes they're a little longer. It kind of depends on when you reach out to me really. Mm -hmm. But um, I do webinars where I teach people that exact stuff that I was learning when I was making all those earrings and learning mm -hmm. about this. But I talk about the three pillars of what it takes to have a high profit personal brand online mm -hmm. without ever selling a thing. Because essentially we are, we do have an affiliate, um, we're affiliated with a product, but because it's done with automation, you get to be in your own genius zone and create your own content and let the automation do the selling for you. So that's yep. why that's why I say like without ever physically selling a thing. So the three pillars are number one is affiliate marketing. Two is high profit, high impact, something that's good for you, the people and the planet. And number three is automation. So I talk about those three pillars so people can kind of digest the bigger picture. And then I talk about the high ticket offer. I talk a little bit about numbers, but I also talk about like what's in the platform and mm -hmm. a little bit of back end showing and things like that. So that's the way you can watch it. It's free. Yeah. Um, you would just have to reach out to me on my, on my Facebook page and just send me a message. Cool. Awesome. Well, yes, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I love exploring the intersectionality between business and entrepreneurship, but also, you know, the personal development, the heart-centered work, the soul work. And I feel like so much of what you talked about hits right at that spot, which is like super unique and yeah, just so juicy and fulfilling uh, for me to be in that energy, be in that vibration and like speak a similar language with someone who's been through it. Oh, yay. Thank you yeah. so much for having me, sister. And it was yes. truly a pleasure. I, I actually haven't been able to be interviewed yet on like just my journey about this, this whole, um, this whole lifestyle. So it's been really, really awesome to be able to share that. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Have an awesome rest of your day. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. I hope you were inspired at least of a morsel. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> yes. Have a good one, everybody. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye. We did it.